Hey everyone, I'm Mary Kate and welcome to Women Changing the Game. Join me as I sit down with ambitious, powerful women who are coming off the bench in the sports industry and are changing the game as we know it. Get ready for women in coaching, photography, events, sales, entrepreneurship, and so much more, all in the industry of sports. If you're here to get some amazing advice, stories, and laughs, then stick around. Looking to start your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Changing the Game. I'm so pumped to have our next guest. She is an NFL executive director of group sales for the Washington football team, where she is also co-chair for the Black Engagement Network. Our guest is an entrepreneur as well, being owner of the Reynolds Group and author of the Success Playbook. Welcome, Chanel Reynolds. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm like pumped. So let's go. Let's go. All right. So why don't you get started on telling us just about your background in sports and where it all started, how you got to be in the amazing position you are now? Sure. So I attended Delaware State University. So proud HBCU graduate. Um, I was a business major and I got my big break into the career uh, through the NBA G League. So I was working for the 76ers organization by way of their um, G League affiliate, the Delaware Bluecoats. So started as an account executive. So yes, I was probably one, one of the annoying people calling your phone, trying to sell you season tickets, group tickets, single tickets, whatever. Um, but it was there where I really, you know, found my love and passion for sales. Um, I was there for about four years, bounced around to a few different departments, whether it be corporate partnerships or on the management side. And then um, four years later, I did see an opportunity with the Washington football team to come down and to launch and build their group sales department. So it was an opportunity that I could not pass up. I, I wanted to you know, relocate. I wanted to be a part of the amazing things that Washington was doing. So I came down and um, I started the group sales department. So that was about three years ago, um, four years ago now. And um, yeah, the rest is history. So I've been there and I grew the team to about uh, three individuals now. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's awesome. It. Yeah, that's a great journey. Um, it's cool how you started, you know, doing the calls and all that and then working your way up. Um, so yeah, your current position, director of group sales, um, what does that entail? Um, give us a little day in the life of what it entails now being at it. Yeah, so group sales is similar to like, you know, Six Flags or something like that. Um, They always have those group deals where you'll get like a church or a large company um, that offers, they'll offer them a discounted ticket to get into the park. So it's the same thing in the sports world. So in groups, we are responsible for getting groups of uh, 10 or more individuals together, whether it be a church, youth group, Boy Scout, Girl Scout, nonprofit, school, whatever it is, we're calling them on the phone asking, hey, do you want to buy group tickets? Of course, we say it in our fun little way. Um, and we invite them to the Washington football team to witness a game. 
sometimes they'll be able to be a part of, you know, fun experiences like a post-game photo on the field or um, player meet and greet and stuff like that. But uh, ultimately, it is the easiest way to get large groups of people into the stadium uh, without, you know, selling your one-off, you know, two, maybe four season tickets. You're getting like 200, 300, 500 people into the game. Cool. So what's your day in life? Like when do you wake up? When do you leave work? Is it long days? <laughs> is it? Um, yeah, it's, it's long. Uh, okay. So I wake up, um, early, uh, I wake up and I, I pray. I'm very committed to my faith. If anybody knows me, they know that, um, I do like to work out. So I work out. Then I head into the office. The first thing I do when we get to the office is we meet. So we have a meeting around nine o'clock in the morning and it's pretty much the, uh, all the ticket leaders. And we talk and we talk about success from the day before what we have on our plate all that fun stuff. Um, and mainly for me as a director for the team, I'm responsible for coaching and motivating the sellers that work under me. Um, so I train them and I make sure that they're familiar with their goals and I make sure that they're comfortable with, you know, going out there and calling those schools and, you know, pitching them tickets and all that fun stuff. So. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. You're like a leader for the team. I'm sure a lot of um, people look up to you. So I want to talk a lot about the um, Black Engagement Network and what that entails, you know, who started it, how it's part of your day as well, and, you know, how it's going to change teams, change the NFL, what you're looking to do with it. Yeah, so the Black Engagement Network really excites me. So um, it was founded by myself and my uh, co-worker at the time, Astasia Williams. So we got together, we saw a need and we just, you know, stepped into it. Um, you know, it was during a time where, you know, the staff was hurting, you know, it was over the summer. So we know what happened over the summer. It was a lot going on in the media with George Floyd and other individuals that lost their lives due to um, just for being an unarmed black man. Um, so we would have our coworkers, you know, paint these smile on their smiles on their faces to walk into the office, but meanwhile, you know, crying behind closed doors or depressed behind closed doors. So we wanted to create a safe space and an opportunity for us to get together to uplift one another. Um, but we also, you know, we're we we're built on the fact that we like to uh, develop, uh, maintain, or retain um, and acquire black talent for the Washington football team. So those are our pillars, but. In addition to that, you know, we're there to be a safe space and to uh, make sure that we're doing our part to to be a community. So, yeah, that's awesome that you started that and um, are creating space, but also opportunities to talk about things and then, you know, give people access to. That's really great that you started that. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of what happens um, with the team and then NFL with all of that going on. I hope that it goes well. Um, and is this the first one in the NFL, like the first kind of black engagement um, network? Is it the first one? So, so the league has their Ben. So we call it Ben Black Engagement Network. The league has their Ben. Uh, there's a Ben in LA also through the league. Um, as far as teams with a Ben, we are the only team or the first team at least to have a Ben within the team. Awesome. Congrats yeah. on that. Um, so what are the hardships that you've gone through personally as a woman in sports, but not only a woman in sports, but a woman of color in the industry? And what do you hope for in the future of this, looking at a more positive side of it? Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to just talk about me. 
I think that us as women, um, we sometimes can have an imposter syndrome that's yeah. just like in our heads um, in which we think that we may not belong at the table. And it's just like this chip on our shoulders, like, you know, and we're kind of looking around like, hey, I may be the only woman in the room or the only woman of color. Um, do I really belong here? You know, um, so I'll say that that, you know, it, I don't walk in a, a, a total state of, you know, imposter syndrome, but there are moments where, and I think all of us may have experienced this, there are moments where um, I may feel, you know, like, hey, sometimes I don't belong. Um, but, you know, those those thoughts only last for a few seconds until I snap back and realize who I am. Chanel S. Reynolds. Um, I'm sorry, did you hear that email come through? It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Um, it, it, it's, it's for a couple seconds, but then I realized, okay, hold up, you know, the, I'm Chanel, you know, I am, I have faith in myself, I have faith in my God. Um, I wasn't put here by circumstance or happenstance, but there's a purpose for me being here. So uh, I think that comes with a certain confidence level um, that I think that women in sports, we, we all need. And that mentality, uh, the imposter syndrome, most of the times it's in our heads. Um, so it's an internal battle that we just have to like, you know, push forward. Yeah, I've heard from a lot of my guests and people I've talked to in the sports industry that having confidence is the most important thing. And pretty much if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to. So you have to be like an advocate for yourself and just know that you can do it. Even if you are a woman in a male dominated industry, maybe like it's fine, you know, you belong there. And just as long as you believe that everything will fall into place as it is. And yeah. So let's talk about you being an entrepreneur and um, on top of all of this. So the Reynolds group, tell us about that, how it got started, why it got started. Yeah. So the Reynolds group is um, pretty much all things self-help, personal development, professional development. Um, I've always been someone that I, I've just always loved self-help books. And I believe that they've helped me through my career, whether it be reading things like uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People or Jump by Steve Harvey. Um, I think that, you know, those books have been a pillar for my success. And I want to do the same thing for someone else that someone else has done for me. You know, the way that the Steve Harvey, he, he don't know me from a can of paint, but He's impacted me. Um, and I want others to experience that as well. And additionally, I just want other people to understand how I think. Yeah. Um, I want them to understand that I believe that you can think your way into success. You can write your way into success. You can speak your way into success. And um, I, I think that not everyone knows that, but there, it, it, it's real, it's real. Um, so I just wanted to, uh, compile a book of you know my thoughts how what I believe contributed to my success what I believe contributes to my friend's success and uh produce something that will help other people so um that's what the book is, is about and that's the general synopsis of the Reynolds group as a whole it's just to help people it's really exciting and congratulations on that I love self-help books so I definitely will be reading that sounds awesome so does it relate to um sports and your experience in sports as well? I do use examples from my career. Okay. Um, I, I do provide a, so it's actually broken down um, in quarters, of course, playing on my background in sports. So uh, first quarter is being intentional. Second, excuse me, first quarter is understanding the power of you. 
second quarter is being intentional. Then you have halftime. So halftime is where you can take notes, write down affirmations, all that fun stuff. Then you go back into onto the court um, or the field. And then third quarter is the art of taking else. And fourth quarter is activating your beast mode. So there is like a sporty oh. theme. Yeah, I love how it relates to sports in that way. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be giving this a read now because I I didn't know that much about it. I knew it was self-help and I love self-help books, but the fact that it kind of plays into the sports world is cool. Um, And then do you have your own rituals like that you do for, for journaling or manifesting? I know you said like you have the part of the book where you can write things down. Do you do that personally every day or every week or whatever it is? I do. I do. Um, so, I mean, I have my own affirmations that I like to confess um, in my life. Um, I say things like, you know, I am favored by God and man. Um, I say things like opportunity is attracted to me. Uh, I'll say things like I'm an industry disruptor, a change maker. Uh, God is going to use me to move the industry forward. Um, and slowly but surely, I am seeing seeing those things come to pass. So, yeah, for sure. It seems like it's working out. I, I've been learning a lot about um, writing down goals and manifesting and all that recently. So I'm trying to, you know, get as much advice as I can on it. Um, yeah. Do you have any role models that uh, you look up to in this process? Not only, you know, your manifestation part, but then also just in the sports world and being director of sales. Have you had role models that you've looked up to um, throughout your success? Yeah, um, so I do have a mentor. Um, his name is Paul. He's over at the Milwaukee Bucks, um, VP of Sales and Service. So he's definitely a mentor of mine. Um, someone that I look up to from a distance. I don't know this lady, but when I meet her, she's going to adopt me as either her child or her <laughs> mentee or something. Um, but her name is uh, Sint, Sint Marshall. She's the president over at the Dallas Mavericks. Um, so I think she's she's amazing and I would love to meet her and I definitely look up to her. That's awesome. That's cool that you have women in your life like that. And that's kind of what women changing the game we want to do is just bring in role models that are women for younger girls in the industry or even maybe girls your age to look at um, what you're doing and have somebody that they can learn from or get advice from. So um, what would you say would be the biggest accomplishment in your career thus far? As I know you have like a lot more to go and, but you've already had so much success. So thus far, what has been your best accomplishment? Uh, I would say my best. Um, I love just watching my team grow and develop. Um, and I know that might sound corny, but I, I feel accomplished when I see someone that I hired train other people and to see him like show other individuals the ropes and to hear him say the things that I kind of like repetitively, repetitively say to him. Um, so things like that, that makes me smile. So. Yeah, that's cool to hear. It's not just, you know, about yourself, but you have an accomplishment about helping somebody else. I like to hear that. And what are dreams and goals um, that you have for your future self that you want to then say, this is my biggest accomplishment as you grow into um, more things in your future? Um, a future goal. Okay, so I did like just- Like big dreams. I, okay, I got it. <laughs> I 
um, it's called NBSEP. Uh, so it's National Black Sports and Entertainment Professionals Association. So my big goal is to get a thousand paid members into that organization slash association. Wow, really cool. You can get there. I believe in you. You got <laughs> this. Just keep manifesting it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then um, lastly, I just want to ask you what advice you have for young women wanting to work in the sports industry. Maybe they don't have any internships yet, or maybe they're just getting started in the fields. What is the biggest piece of advice you can give to them? I have three. Okay. Okay. So first and foremost, be confident. Um, Number two, be prepared. I think that preparation and confidence are the two keys that's going to get you over your moments of fear. Um, when I first started working for the Washington football team, I've never worked in a 80,000 person stadium or ran a multi-million dollar department or had to be on a field during game day and was super intimidated because I had all these bets around me. Um, but one thing my dad told me is he was like, um, I mean, Chanel, as long as you're prepared and you're confident, things are going to go wrong, but be prepared for them to go wrong. And when they go wrong, be confident. Don't let anyone see you like shake. Um, so preparation and confidence are key. And then lastly, I'm going to say, don't, don't be afraid to do the work. A lot of us think that, you know, once we graduated, we're going to have these amazing jobs in sports and some of us will be blessed to do that, but others may have to work a little bit before we actually get our big break into the industry. Um, so when I say don't be afraid to do the work, don't be afraid to volunteer. Um, there are a lot of volunteer opportunities for like Super Bowl weekend, All-Star weekend. Um, don't be afraid to intern somewhere for free. Don't be afraid to like sweat. And, and do the work without getting paid yet, because I promise you, uh, your no's are going to lead to your yes. And your hustle is going to lead to your yes. So, yeah, I think that's important because when you do those things without um, maybe getting paid or, yeah, you're volunteering, you're doing it out of passion. And then that will lead to something better because you love doing it. And it's not about getting money or just because you feel like you have to. So I agree with that hundred percent. And I love those three things. Yeah, and even to that point, like people talk, this industry is so small. So your name's going to continue to come up if you're volunteering at other things. And you're either going to be known as that intern that was asleep in the corner or that intern that, you know, was hustling and kept things together. So uh, while you're out volunteering, make sure you're building a positive reputation for yourself because this industry is small and people talk. Yeah, that's so important, the networking with it all. That's mm -hmm. great to hear. So I just want to say, um, keep doing what you're doing with, you know, your position that you have right now and what you're doing with the Black Engagement Network. I think that's really awesome. And just you being an entrepreneur on top of all that with your book, I'm really excited to read and I hope my followers read as well. And where can we follow you on social media sites? Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at Chanel S. Reynolds. Um, you can follow MBSEP. Everybody's welcome to follow us and be a part. It's at MBSEP underscore official. So be sure to tag them. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm really excited to share this with all my followers. And we got really great advice from you. I'm glad you shared your stories about um, your experience. So thanks again. Awesome. Thank you for having me. We'll see you next time on Women Changing the Game. Um.